Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. And in this segment, we are going to discuss the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn that's going to take place November 20th, 2020 until April 6th, 2021, and what that might mean for each of the 12 zodiac signs. So I know that I've discussed Jupiter and Saturn quite a bit just throughout the podcast. So today I'm going to give a pretty concise um, analysis, my personal analysis of what it may mean for the world and then what it may mean for each of the zodiac signs. And I made a YouTube video on this topic recently and you guys know I'm not technologically advanced, okay? But I, I set up a tripod, I filmed myself, I edited it, <laughs> I like went to all this trouble, and then I got so much feedback afterwards saying that they couldn't hear what I was saying and that the audio was really terrible, so it's all a massive learning curve, and thank you for bearing with me, but hopefully the audio is good for those who are following me on the podcast. And I do want to let you all know I have a new Patreon account. It would be patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. And it's a donation-based Patreon account. You can sign up and receive twice as many segments per month. I'm going to do a weekly forecast and I'm going to do different educational segments. So talking about maybe the first house ruler going into the first, first house ruler going into the second, Um, just giving you guys more information on what that type of thing might mean and videos, blogs, stuff like that. So I'm so excited about it. I have a few people signed up, which is really exciting. Um, But if you're interested, again, check it out on Patreon. I'll put a link in the description as well in case you want quicker access to it. So talking about the Jupiter and Saturn conjunction. So these are the two gurus. And Saturn brings discipline and structure and lessons that are not super gentle. He brings hard-earned lessons, but he brings practicality, consistency, and duration. So he makes things happen over time. He doesn't quit. Jupiter is the guru, and he brings generosity. He loves to teach for the sheer joy of learning. And he brings optimism and opportunities and graciousness. So when these two planets come together, it brings deep opportunity for spiritual growth, truly and deeply. Jupiter is going to give the opportunities. Saturn is what's going to give us the practicality to make it last. You know, and Jupiter, of course, will also be the optimism, our belief in ourselves to make things happen, or belief in the universe as well. And... There are cycles with these two planets, and when they come together, it brings some type of awakening. And I've mentioned that the last time Jupiter and Saturn were conjunct in the sign of Capricorn, Capricorn is the government, and it can be very justice-oriented, okay? The last time that occurred was in 1960 and 1961, and This was an excellent time for the economy. And I know that people are probably doubting that, you know, but I think that this conjunction is really going to help turn things around for the economy. In 1960, there there was civil unrest. There was a lot of energy around revolution and change and approaching mechanisms in the government in a different way. And so I think that we're really going to start seeing even more of that 
when Jupiter and Saturn can join in November. I mentioned this on the YouTube channel, is that massive change is going to come, especially for the United States. We're going to experience our first Pluto return coming into 2021, which is going to be massive structural changes, uh, mass change in control and power. And change doesn't happen overnight, and it also doesn't happen easily. People have to demand change for it to change. And so I do think things are going to begin looking a little bit more chaotic, and I think people are going to get angry and frustrated, and they are going to, what's the word that I'm looking for, rebel or protest and form various revolutions. And I think that it's going to be completely necessary to act as a catalyst for these massive changes that we'll witness. And going back to things not happening overnight is that first of all, Pluto stays in a sign for a really long time. So we'll see those structural changes really take shape you know, we'll see a great difference in about 10 years. And the Jupiter and Saturn conjunction, what's interesting about them is that when they come together, it only occurs every 20 years. And so the lasting effect can actually be a cycle of 20 years. So what we're witnessing now is creating the next 20-year cycle. And what is it going to affect? Well, for the world, we want to look at what Capricorn governs because it's in the sign of Capricorn. So this is going to be government. It's going to have to do with our structures, our practicality, how we make things work, who we look to as being in charge. Because Capricorn, they seek status and they really do seek, I want to say the word control, but it's not really like that. They just seek a position of power. And it can also do with protecting others. I mentioned this a lot. The last time... In 1960, 1961, the World Wildlife Foundation was formed. So taking care of those who don't have a voice. Capricorn likes justice. And it's actually very service-oriented because it's ruled by Saturn. Saturn is service-oriented. They like to take care of the underdog. They want things to be equal. So I really do think we're going to see many changes in this way. Looking back at the last time they were in the sign in 1961, there was a lot of demand for justice in these ways. And so I think it's so fascinating to see this reflection now. So that's a little bit about what we're going to see globally. Um, and I've been going on and on and on about the structures and how Saturn, you know, is the structure. It's the infrastructure. It's what keeps things together. And I think that we're going to see, we're seeing now these areas, and I've said this about Saturn retrograde, a Saturn retrograde is going to make us reflect on the structures that aren't working, the foundations that aren't working, even aspects of the government that aren't working, and it needs to be revealed. Even though it's painful and people get upset and there need to be these demands for justice, People vocalizing their opinions and expressing their dissatisfaction is what is ultimately going to act as the catalyst for 
this change. So we've had this period of Saturn retrograde giving us the opportunity to reflect, having cracks come to the surface. We're going to start moving forward here at the end of September, Saturn will go direct. Things are going to start shifting. When Saturn and Jupiter come together in November, we are truly going to start seeing remarkable change. Once Pluto joins in 2021, things are really going to start changing. Just wait and see. And it's unfortunate that it takes so much chaos and so much frustration and so much anger to have to build up. But if, again, if people in power were never getting any feedback, they're not just going to wake up one day and be like, huh, all of this stuff is really unfair. Let's just change it. It's going to take a lot of pressure and a lot of people calling them out and these things being revealed and coming to the surface. This is what we are going to start seeing. Um, and structures are going to need to change. This is, this is what I think I could be wrong, but we will see. <laughs> and regardless, Jupiter and Saturn coming together, massive opportunity for spiritual awakening. Um, I hope also that in this time, something happens for the environment. Again, all of this catastrophic stuff is happening around the world. And hopefully, after seeing the change that's occurring and nature is clearly giving us some clear indications that things need to change, hopefully we'll come to some new agreement or taking more steps towards protecting our climate, which is incredibly important. Again, this is a 20-year cycle. And I think that we'll start seeing things begin to change at the, around the beginning of 2021, I'm thinking. So for each individual zodiac sign, this is also going to give this powerful opportunity to change and grow and evolve. So let's go ahead and get into that. So keeping in mind, this can be read from the moon sign or the ascendant. So Make sure and keep your ears open for your moon sign and the ascendant. If you were born with Aries moon or Aries rising, this conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn is going to occur in your 10th house of your career. Jupiter gives the optimism and opportunity. Saturn gives the discipline and longevity. This is breaking through barriers. This is going to be relatable to your career. New opportunities come for, through for you in your career, maybe you get promoted or you have a new realization in regards to what you're wanting to do. I think that your hard work is really going to begin paying off and coming to fruition. This may also indicate a move of some sort or redecorating something with your residency because it is aspecting your fourth house. If you are a Taurus ascendant or Taurus moon, this configuration is going to occur in your ninth house. I believe that your sense of dharma and purpose in the world is going to become so much more clear. You're going to feel in alignment with what you're here to do. And again, this is a 20-year cycle. It's going to change in a major way and set you in a new direction. If you have a spiritual path or spiritual practice, that is going to transform for the better. There's going to be a renewed feeling around it. It's also going to give you the opportunity to travel and opportunities of education and teaching. So you may get a really cool opportunity to learn something new. You may meet a really new powerful teacher or you may become that powerful teacher. 
If you are a Gemini ascendant or a Gemini moon, this is going to be happening in your eighth house. And so the eighth house, of course, is death and transformation, sudden ups and downs. It's also wealth through other people. So you may find that you inherit money, you make good business deals, people invest in you. There just may be an opportunity with finances through other people, maybe even through your in-laws. There may be sudden losses. There might be the death of something and then the rebirth of something because the eighth house is death and endings, but it's also rebirth and rejuvenation. So there may be some major endings with new beginnings as well. It's a great time for meditation practice, breakthroughs in your spiritual practices. If you are a Cancer Ascendant or a Cancer Moon, fantastic for relationships. So you may find a very serious relationship. If you're in a relationship, you may have breakthroughs. If you've been holding on to issues of the past, you're going to be able to let them go creating much more strength and structure in your relationships. Something that's coming to mind, if y'all are familiar with Gottman therapy, they have the sound house. You should just Google Gottman sound house and the walls of the house are trust and commitment. That's what, that's the structure. (laughs) So it's going to bring more trust and commitment into the relationship. If you're single, you may meet someone who's going to be in your life, a big player in your life for a long time. This is setting up a long-term relationship. This could be relatable to business partners as well, because the seventh house is, of course, also business partners. And also with Saturn in the seventh, there may have been some difficulties. There may have been a breakup recently. If so, the world was just clearing it out. You may have somebody special come into your life here in the next couple of months. If you are a Leo ascendant or a Leo moon, this is going to be occurring in your sixth house. So Rahu is also going to be in your 10th house. You're going to feel like a workaholic. You're going to have so much opportunity for work, which I think is going to be very enjoyable for you having major breakthroughs and opportunities with your work. It is also going to be aspecting the 12th house. So there may be some things in this period that you need to release and let go of to create space for the new. It is also a really good time to take care of your health, feeling stronger, going to the gym. I want to note really quick for the Cancerian folks, it's a big time for you as well because it's aspecting your first house of self. So fortifying your relationships, but also fortifying yourself, coming into true connection with who you're meant to be. Um. It's also, going back to Leo, a good time for collaborating and, again, releasing things from the past, getting healthy, taking care of yourself. If you are a Virgo ascendant or a Virgo moon, I mentioned this in my YouTube video, if you don't want to have children, be very careful. This is a great time to have children for Virgo moon or Virgo ascendant. It's also a fantastic time for your creativity. So you're going to be having breakthroughs in your creativity, breaking through the barriers of your mind. So I think that you're going to be flooded with creative ideas and you're going to have the discipline to manifest them in the outer world. It's also going to be aspecting the 11th house. So you may have new friends come in, new layers of support. 
If you are a Libra ascendant or a Libra moon, this is going to be occurring in your fourth house. So this is all about the home. It may be that you move, you redecorate, you refurnish. There's a big change in your home, finally, that you've been really looking forward to. It could also be that you do personal work in fortifying your inner sense of security, getting back in touch with yourself. It's also a positive time for the mother. So if you've been feeling distant with the mother, it's a really good time to connect with her and try to find common ground. If your mother is past, if there is anything that you're holding on to, like sadness or even resentment, anger, frustration, such a powerful time to really reflect on these things and let them go. If you are a Scorpio ascendant or a Scorpio moon, this will be occurring in your third house. So similar to Taurus, it's all about your education. You're going to have really cool opportunities to learn. If you've been on the rocks with your siblings, it's a wonderful time to reconnect with them. This could actually be for your father as well because the, it's going to be aspecting the ninth house. But the third house is also the house of publications, writing shorter articles, and your hobbies and your skills. So you may find at this time that you invest more in your hobbies and cultivating a skill you've been wanting to learn just for the sheer enjoyment of it. It is an incredibly powerful time to share your voice, maybe in a blog or a vlog, articles, such a powerful time. You may be feeling a little bit more introverted right now, but just wait a few more months and people want to hear what you have to say. If you are a Sagittarius moon or a Sagittarius ascendant, this will be occurring in your second house. So similar to Gemini, lots around wealth and money. I think that money will be coming in. You'll get your finances in order. You'll get your finances structured. You're going to finally feel like you have control and organization over your personal finances. The second house is also the house of the mouth. So noticing your diet, getting your diet in check, and most importantly, speaking your truth and coming into connection with what that means. Sagittarius went through a massive change in the past 18 months. And so I feel like now it's getting better acquainted with who you are now after this massive metamorphosis and connecting to what your truth means. And I know Sagittarius is all about truth. So what does truth mean for you now? What is your truth? And then vocalizing it and sharing it. If you are a Capricorn ascendant or a Capricorn moon, this will be occurring in your first house. Pretty powerful. It is aspecting the seventh house as well. So if there has been any turmoil in relationships or a hardship in relationship, it's the time to finally let it go, reestablish who you are in intimacy and getting into new partnerships. It is going to affect you on a personal level. You just had this opportunity to release anything that you've been carrying. It's breaking through. So anything that you've been holding on to that's been holding you back, rather it be a habit or an addiction or a negative thought pattern, it's time to let it go and step into this new powerful self. I think that it is going to bring you opportunities and this is all about you. This is on your ascendant. So for these next couple of months, Capricorn is really going to be stepping into their power and I love Capricorn. So I'm so excited to see what you all create. If you are an Aquarius moon or an Aquarius rising, this is going to take place in your 12th house. So the 12th house is all about letting go. It's about beginnings. It's the end of the Zodiac and beginnings because we're about to begin a new cycle. 
It's also about the subconscious mind and your dreams, your sleep state. It can also be travel in foreign places as well. So really what I feel for Aquarius is that if you've been thinking about joining any type of women's circle or men's circle and doing personal work, maybe doing therapy or having a meetup where you get together and do personal work together, I'm not sure what other ones are out there, but I'm sure there are plenty of really cool opportunities. The only ones I've ever been a part of are women's circles, so I'm not really sure what else is out there. I know my partners in men's circles, um, but I'm digressing a lot. So if you've been thinking about getting into a group to do personal work, super good time or therapy, it's such a good time to get into something like therapy because when Jupiter and Saturn come into the 12, it's setting the stage for deep transformation of the subconscious mind. So anything that you've been holding on to that you truly don't need anymore, it's time to let it go and release it. I am going to say planets in the 12 can bring sleep disturbances. So you may be having some interesting sleep. If you are having dreams, keep a dream journal because interesting messages may be coming through to you. And again, it might be a good time to travel into 2021. If you are a Pisces ascendant or a Pisces moon, this will be occurring in your 11th house. So the 11th house is the house of hopes and wishes, our network circles, our friends, it's for gains. So you may have gains come through. I think it's going to be a powerful time for your creativity as well, aspecting the fifth. So similar with Pisces, if you're not wanting to have children, certainly be careful. It's a good time for kids. With the optimism of Jupiter, practicality of Saturn, I think that this is such an awesome period to manifest your hopes and wishes, making them a reality. The 11th house is also setting long-term plans. So it's such a good time to sit down with yourself, write out your long-term plans, being practical, using that practical element of Saturn, committing to them, working towards them, and making your dreams come true. It is a powerful time to attract new friends and network circles, so you may be meeting new people who stay in your life for a really long time. So I suppose that finishes it up. It's before 25 minutes, which I was really hoping for. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you learned something new. If you would like to schedule a reading with me and discuss more in depth how this may impact you, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. Please visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. Follow my Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. And again, if you want to become a patron, I am going to link the Patreon account below. I would love to see you in that group. I'm super excited about it. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much. Bye.